Welcome back to RN's Football Takes. Today is our post-Super Bowl episode, and we have Sam Prince back. Sam, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, Arn. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's good to have you back. Uh, hopefully, we Thank can you have, have me again. Yes, of course. Hopefully, we can have you on more of our upcoming episodes. So, obviously, the Super Bowl happened. So, we're going to be talking about that today, the halftime show, the commercials that you enjoyed. So, let's get started. So, what do you think happened to the Chiefs' offense and why Patrick Mahomes had no time to throw? Well, Patrick Mahomes was. Actually, he, he did have a great game, unfortunately, not passing for a single touchdown or the Chiefs even not scoring a single touchdown. Well, guys and girls, whoever's listening to this, Eric Fisher, star tackle for them was out. He got injured in the AFC Championship game. That was the problem. Their offensive line didn't play well. If your offensive line doesn't play well, you don't win football games. Yeah. And on top of that, the Bucks' pass rush was amazing, like Shaq Barrett and – Devin White, Jason Pierre, Paul, they were all over him all game. So, and that goes hand in hand with him having no protection as well and his offensive line being banged up. So, obviously, this game wasn't the high scoring offensive shootout we expected. Um, it definitely, in my opinion, didn't live up to the hype that it was supposed to live up to. Um, so, if I go back to our score predictions here, you said, 45-42 Chiefs. I said 38-35 bucks. So I picked the correct winner, and I was sort of close with my score, but neither of us were even close on our score predictions. So. All right, you were not close with your score. We were both – we were – we were we didn't even get it close. Yeah, I was like seven points away from the Bucks, but, like, yours was even more high scoring. But um, why do you think this game didn't live up to the hype? Because the Chiefs didn't have any offensive line. Very simple answer and very true. Um, all right. So my next question for you is, what do you think – or actually, I'll answer this. So um, one of the reasons that Mahomes had no time was because, one, obviously they were pressuring him, and um, they doubled Tyree Kill. He was almost a non-factor the whole game. Like Travis Kelsey was like the only person Mahomes could throw to. So what are your thoughts on the Bucks' defensive game plan of doubling Tyree Kill? Well, it worked. It was a great game plan. That's all I can say. If, if I could add one more thing, we knew they were going to double Kelsey or Hill. It was one or the other. I just think that the Bucks' defense – Hug with the right person. Yeah, because they, they remember uh, what happened last time they played the the Chiefs when Tyree Kill had 203 yards in the first quarter. Like, this isn't going to happen again. So they they definitely shut him down. Um, so what do you – what is your reaction to Tom Brady winning his seventh Super Bowl? He's the greatest quarterback of all time. That's all I can say. He's sensational, and if I'm Bill Belichick, I would cry in, in the little corner because he's just making your legacy look bad. Not putting anything down against the great coach Bill Belichick who could get a Walmart cashier and turn him into a star football player. It proves that it was more so Brady than Belichick, and it proves that Brady can go anywhere and win. He is the organization. Yeah, that was kind of my point from last time is that it's more Brady than Belichick, and obviously one is nothing without the other. That's true. 
But, like, this clearly showed that if Brady can go to another team and win a Super Bowl and take a team that was 7-9 and nine last year to the Super Bowl and win, that clearly shows that there was no system. Brady was the system. But So do you think that this loss hurts Patrick Mahomes' legacy or no? No, not at all. Because we call Tom Brady the greatest quarterback of all time. He lost against Eli Manning two times. The first time it was 17 to 14. The second time was 21 to 17, if I believe. Let me just make sure I know. I actually don't know. This is really embarrassing that I don't know this. Score <laughs> out of my head. Sorry, Aaron. Okay. I think you're right. Yeah, it was 17 14. 17 14. And he lost against the Philadelphia Eagles. Nick Foles led team in Super Bowl 52. So he has three losses. Yes, let's just say Patrick Mahomes does get seven rings. All the haters are going to say that Patrick Mahomes isn't better than Brady because he lost against Brady. Well, people call LeBron James the greatest basketball player of all time. We're counting rings, and why isn't Bill Russell the greatest athlete of all time? People are calling him the greatest athlete. No, guys, football's a team sport. Brady's the greatest quarterback. You can't call someone the greatest football player of all time because ha- Arn, how do you address a line? How do you compare a linebacker to a quarterback? But there is an ME to take yes, a quarterback check. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree with you that Brady is the undisputed GOAT after, I mean, I already knew that even before he came to Tampa Bay because he had six, which was still more than anyone else. But like, the fact that he took a new team to the Super Bowl and won, that just cements his legacy as the GOAT. And can um, we just talk about one thing? I love Florida Brady more. I don't know why. I want to buy myself a Tom Brady jersey. <laughs> the Bucks Tom Brady jersey. Oh, yes, of course. All right, so how much of a factor do you think this Bucks offense and playoff Lenny, a.k.a. Leonard Fournette, played in this game, Sam? Won them the game. Yeah, but, like, to go a little deeper into it, just to talk about it, like, how much of a factor do you think this offense played in them winning the game? It sealed the deal, that's all I can say. Yeah. This offense won them the game, the defense won them the game, and the perfect game plan. Look, this may be a hot take, but I don't think Tom Brady deserves Super Bowl MVP. I think it should have gone to Todd Bowles. <laughs> yeah, he was, like, the, the second – uh, Super Bowl MVP like obviously you can't give it to a coordinator but like he did a great job like um, making that pass rush after Mahomes like and making him uncomfortable all game so like he should have definitely been considered for it but obviously Brady's gonna get all the love and Super Bowl MVP votes and stuff oh yeah <laughs> but shifting shifting gears a little to the halftime show what were your thoughts on that I liked it. I'm see. I'm a I'm a big we. I'm a big fan of the weekend. I think he did a great job. You know, he added his own twist. You know, some things might have been a little freaky, like when he went into the stadium. We saw all the other people, you know, dance up on him. You know, it just showed what social distance is not. But you know, <laughs> putting on a halftime show is very hard. You know, I've actually been recently watching a lot of halftime shows for a class I'm taking, sports marketing, at my high school. So we actually got to see all of what goes into a halftime show. And, you know, he spent a lot of money, and I really liked it personally. Maybe it wasn't the greatest halftime show, like Lady Gaga or a Beyonce or a Madonna or a Michael Jackson or a Prince, but I think it was a 
it was an all-time great. I really liked it. Yeah, I was kind of expecting that anyway. So what were some of your favorite commercials? Uh, they used Mr. Rogers and uh, they used um, David, David Diggs. I think that's his name. Yeah, it's, his name is David Diggs from Hamilton. I liked how he, they used Mr. Rogers and that and how they support local businesses. But the, the kickback from that, I found a weird was. Yeah, that's weird. Um, I liked it too. I just kind of going off of your point of the freaky stuff. Like I just, in my opinion, like I didn't like the figure coming down the beginning, like with the red eyes and like those satanic, like things, the choir, like singing behind, not singing, but like, I think, you know what I'm talking about? Like those, yeah. that choir behind him, like that was kind of, made me uncomfortable watching it but like I'll give him props like he did a good job like and he put seven million of his own money into it and like he delivered I just wish like he would have taken that stuff out but like the weekend is gonna be the weekend like that's his style so that's his um, style and you, you, we were expecting something weird look I know this commercial got a lot of hate but I actually really like the DoorDash commercial doesn't DoorDash take 30% of their pro- of the commission a little weird if they say support small businesses. Yeah, some of my favorite ones were, I'm sure you saw this one, where it was the Frito-Lay one with Marshawn Lynch and Eli and Peyton Manning. That was funny. Um, I like, that's probably my favorite one, just because, like, it has all the athletes in there. Um, I also like the Vince Lombardi one for the NFL. I don't know if you saw that. I saw, I like that one, too. Yeah, I liked how they kind of, it was cool how they recreated Vince Lombardi in a way, even though, like, he's not alive, but, like, they recreated, like, his famous speech and stuff. That was pretty cool. And, like, um, it was an actor, obviously, who, actor who. Oh, yeah. But I think that was a little cool and at the same time a little creepy. (laughs) Yeah, I think on Twitter, people people were going and saying, like, Vince Lombardi is alive and stuff. Um, Another one I Another one I liked was the um, which one was it? I'm trying to. Oh, the Paramount one with Sweet Victory. That was kind of funny. I like that one too. Have you seen that one? That was pretty funny. Um, trying to. I had a few that I liked. I liked the State Farm one with Drake. That was kind of. Oh, funny. that was one. Do you, speaking of Drake, do you think Drake is going to perform at the halftime show one day? I mean, with the current, like, genre of music that we've had in the halftime shows in past years, I wouldn't be surprised. Because, like, I think the people who picked the halftime show is Rock Nation, which is owned by Jay-Z. Uh, obviously, the NFL picks it also. But I think we'll definitely... Yeah, I think Rock Nation controls it. Yeah. So, de- if it's controlled by Jay-Z, like, I feel like we're going to get well more rappers. But I... I don't know if you agree, but I want to see some rock and roll bands play that yes. halftime show. I want to see some Rolling Stones or ACDC. That would be amazing. If I don't know why they don't like put ACDC. Like they came out with a new album a few months ago, which I'm sure you loved because you told me you love ACDC. I don't and love them. I like them. Maybe 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 two to five songs, and then get like another artist to combine it. As long as they do that, or just give them the whole show, or at least part of it, because like we haven't. How had- awesome would a rock band be? And I was thinking to myself, and they're still like popular today, even though they're like my grandpa's age, but like they're still very popular. And so, so are the Stones. Like I saw them in 2019, and they're just as popular with our generation. 
Like, I think it's what they could do. They can use ACDC for like a song or two. I don't think Queen ever performed at the halftime show. No, I don't think so. Like, I thought they did because I think the Rolling Stones did once. I don't know why, like, they never put ACDC. They could definitely play the, like, the halftime show. But, um, yeah, that, that would be awesome if they have a rock band play the halftime show. But are there any other thoughts on the game you have just so we don't leave anything out? Disappointment. It's hard because, like, I wanted it, and it was a high-scoring game for the Bucks' offense, but I wanted it to be a coming down to the wire, two minutes in the fourth quarter, that type of Super Bowl. Same. It was just a, it was just a blowout. It was kind of – I saw this on – Very – I'm – one side of me is disappointed that it wasn't the high-scoring offensive game we expected it to be, and one side of me is happy for Brady. So, like, it's – the Broncos and the high scoring offense and the Chiefs got shut out by the Buccaneers defense. Yeah, that's a that's a good comparison. Cause like I saw this at, um saw this online says a lot of people were saying it was kind of like Super Bowl 48, which I agree with the high scoring offense of the the Seahawks defense in that Super Bowl, like didn't let the Broncos offense score at all. Like wasn't it 43 to 8, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not wrong. It was it was something it was Something like that. I did. I do think Peyton Manning did score a touchdown, like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good comparison to the Super Bowl. I think it was the second largest point differentials um, in the last like twenty years, and I think that the first one is is that Super Bowl that you just said. But yeah. So, unless you have anything else, thank you for joining the show again, Sam. It's very have me anytime. All right, this is episode two of RN's Football Takes, and please go listen to Prince on the Pod. I'll say that again, even though I said it last time in our first episode. He has a great podcast. Um, I think his most recent episode is the Super Bowl preview, Um, so go listen to that or any of his other episodes. He has great episodes. I've listened to them myself. Very great podcast. So thank you, Sam, for joining the show, and we'll see you next time. Anytime.